The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It is May 6th, 2023. We are here to talk an absolutely insane WWE Backlash show. Some great wrestlings, one of the greatest wrestling crowds that I've ever seen in my entire life, especially in WWE. Uh, we got lots to talk about. FightfulSelect.com had some exclusive news on it. We'll have even more over there. We'll plug all that a little bit later on. But while you're here, leave a thumbs up. Get your Super Chats or Humper Chats in at YouTube.com slash Fightful or HumperChats.com to get your question or statement read on the air or addressed on the air, whatever you want, really. We got Denise Salcedo here. Denise, how you doing? I'm feeling really good, really pumped. You mentioned this crowd of Puerto Rico. Damn, they made me feel like I need to get up and do something because the energy that they brought, it was insane. I feel like after this, you got to at least go back once a year, at least. It was it was a very special show. This is a part of WDB strategically going to places like this. Denise, if you if people like pay attention to how WDB has done pay-per-view this year. January, Alamo Dome. February, main event with Sami Zayn in his hometown. The next pay-per-view was a two-night stadium show for WrestleMania. Then we go to Puerto Rico with Bad Bunny, Zelina, Damian Priest. Up next, we've got the Saudi show, which is going to be this. You know, it's a Saudi show. There's no June pay-per-view set. So it's the end of May and the beginning of July. And in July, they're going to London. Well, what's after that? A month later, Ford Field for SummerSlam. Every WWE pay-per-view feels like a massive event right now. And uh, I think it's very good. This is definitely, this seems like a Nick Khan thing. I, I was going to say definitely, but I mean, I know that he pushed a lot of things like this to happen. But this has objectively, Denise, made shows that, you know, this would have been like a, a, if this were in Lowell, Massachusetts or something, I'd have been like, oh, some good matches, but the crowd ain't reacting like that. The crowd is not going to be hot like that. It's not going to feel like a big fight to me, Denise. And that's what tonight felt like. Everything felt big tonight. They did a really phenomenal job of amplifying things because let's be real. 
Uh, going into this mat, into this card, there were so many matches where you're like, it's straightforward that, you know, this is your pick for the winner. This is your pick for the winner. This is your pick for the winner. Right. And I think what they did here today is they made things that felt very straightforward, very predictable. They made them feel a lot more special, even if you felt like, oh, this is the finish that it has to be. All of a sudden you're thinking like, man, you're just so much more into the match because the crowd got you so much more into the match. And I feel like I, I, just think they did such a good job and I feel like one of the things that they did both last night and today was make the show feel special in terms of the presentation all of those things just kind of added to the show overall this was a special show um Damian Priest and Bad Bunny did something that wrestling fans will remember forever especially Puerto Rican wrestling fans this is going to live for a very very long time if not forever a reminder, guys, get in your super chats, get in your humper chat. That's how you get your question or statement read right on the air. If you want to ask questions every single week, you can subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I do a Q&A show there every week. We keep it pretty newsworthy. But also every other week, Grapsity does Ask Grapsity. This week with the, the new format of Reg and Phil, we gave you guys a free preview of that here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. So be sure to check that out. As mentioned, Grapsity is continuing so check that out. But before we went on the air tonight, uh, FightfulSelect.com had the rundowns. It had ref assignments, had producer assignments, lots of backstage news on this show and SmackDown in Puerto Rico last night. $5 gets you the best exclusive wrestling news service on the planet and the cheapest one as well. You get hundred, probably like 100 plus stories a month, 40 plus podcasts a month. Check it out. It is well worth it, my friends. We also had SmackDown producers, backstage news, and a big update on Drew McIntyre, where he's at, where he's feeling, uh, the contract update, all that good stuff, because you guys were asking about it a lot. Uh, this weekend or Monday, I will have something on AEW Collision, CM Punk, Warner Brothers Discovery, lots of cool stuff like that. But uh, get in those super chats, get in those humper chats. We would greatly appreciate it. KE775 says, knowing what we know now, who do you think wrestles for the World Heavyweight Championship in Saudi? So, Denise, we got news uh, from Triple H at the press conference. There are two triple threat matches Monday and Friday. So this will involve SmackDown, and I think this might be the way. It gives me a little bit of hope for the Cody thing in the future. We're going to have a Raw wrestler versus a SmackDown wrestler by the looks of it. Who are you seeing making that, that leap from SmackDown and competing against probably Seth Rollins or Cody Rhodes for the World Heavyweight Championship? See, that's the thing is that I feel like with the names that we had on Raw, I feel like you had more of a, you had more than enough names to really, uh, you know, have it just be Raw talent where I didn't really feel like you necessarily needed SmackDown talent and to be part of this. Because when I look at the SmackDown roster, like the big, big names for singles talents, it's Roman Reigns, who's already holding two bouts. It is, you know, Edge, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles. I would say that those are the people to me that feel feel most likely to be put in that spot and everybody else it, I oh and Seamus I can't forget Seamus but everybody else is kind of just like I can't really buy them being in that spot so for me it I just see so much more with the raw side of it because not uh, obviously the two top names are Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins but even other options that are, I just feel are a little bit more like you have Gunther you have Matt Riddle you have Drew McIntyre uh personally and, and uh you know, personally for me I, I didn't really feel 
feel like you needed the SmackDown side of it where this could have just stuck and been brand specific the way that it was like the way that we thought it should have been. Rock hard. Joel Wood says, I hollered at how many times Sean dunked on people who posted fake scoops. You get what you pay for my friends. And uh, I, I know sometimes it's really easy to believe that you get that stuff for free, but good work like that usually costs investment to, to, to make in it. But says, can't believe a guy can take so many L's in one match and still claim to be legitimate. Ricardo says, this show delivered in a huge way. Yeah, it did. It was incredible. Uh, Christian says, hey, Sean and Denise, favorite tostada toppings. I don't know what a tostada is. You don't know is. what a tostada is? No. Okay, but so I'm sure a I tostada, I mean, come on, Sean, you're human. You're going to eat food. So a tostada, you usually have like a like a hard tortilla and you put toppings on it. There's different types. Okay. My personal favorite is a tostada with sour cream. On the top, you put some tinga. Uh, it's like a like a meat with like a spicy type of meat. You put yeah. some tinga on top. You could put some uh, some cheese, some onions. Uh, uh, that's really good. Or I also like my tostadas with sour cream and beans and cheese on top. White people are basic. We use flatbread. <laughs> That's what we use. <laughs> I'm now that's gonna be my goal. Now I'm gonna have you have some tostadas. I, I would love that. I mean, like, just oh it up, no, you great. would not. I don't think you could eat tinga. I think you'd cry. Okay, probably, probably. <laughs> and it's not even that spicy, but I just think you'd cry. <laughs> S. Taylor says no press conference ideas on if that's permanent. Yeah, I'd be surprised if they didn't do one over in the UK. Uh, but I, I know that after Mania, they were telling people, oh, it's our last one for a while. Courtney Johnson I think they says should because especially in the UK because you have an opportunity for new media to attend that don't like normally get yeah. to go to these you know state shows here in the United States so uh, I feel like they should definitely utilize that yeah as we know uh, UK media are uh, pretty special Courtney says great show it's 420 a.m in the UK <laughs> looking so forward to money in the bank now more than ever was it my eyes but was the pyro real great unboxing video denise denise congrats on your 100,000. congrats on your silver play button people help get us there help get me there i can't have denise one up me damn why look. not damn sean rude okay you already got more here, here's what bothers me you're like you make fun of me and you go, eh, I'm shining. I got 200,000 followers. You got more followers on me than YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram because I don't push my Instagram. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start making fun of you like that. That's no, because here's do. the difference, though. This is the difference, though. I don't come on here and I'm not like, oh, my God, I wish I didn't have this. Muted. Broadway Joe says, was yeah, I don't fight with my YouTube Cody subscribers, Sean. <laughs> That's an insane match to just put on a Raw. I'll go for the Cody solo final or Cody J final for the drama. Ooh, one of the bloodline is as somebody isn't even something that I've been considering for the world heavyweight championship match, Denise. I had been considering solo Sokoa because I think that he's probably the best person to put in that situation, given just everything. And he's been, he's been, you know, positioned, he's been positioned as somebody that's very strong and capable and more, to be in that spot to even become a you know world heavyweight champion or or just a cha world champion in general. Jabbar Lewis says Roman just happens to return this Friday, all to set up him winning the triple threat and taking the new title in Saudi. Do you think they should tease that, Denise? Stop it. I mean, 
No, no. Uh, I don't know. Denise, listen, hear me out. This is such a WWE thing. Imagine if Cody and Roman make it to the finals and Cody beats Roman, but it's in Saudi for the other belt. Oh, it's just like, ew. I don't even know what to say anymore. Honestly, for me, it's like, come on now. Now you're just trolling us. I feel that's just a troll job at this point. Woof. Thank you to Adrian Wells gifting five YouTube memberships. Thank you so much. We're starting to put some unlisted stuff there as well. But uh, I want to tell you guys about our wonderful sponsor, FitBod. Look at that, Denise. I need you to Vanna White that. FitBot is a fantastic app. Uh, before Will Washington sold out, he was losing weight with FitBod. He talked about how he lost over 20 pounds using the FitBod app. You can go to fitbod.me slash pay-per-view and get a great deal. Summer's just around the corner, and you need FitBod to help get you in shape. If your New Year's resolutions aren't quite holding up, and you have summer fitness goals, you need to figure out what they are. You need to track your progress. FitBod is going to keep you motivated and work towards your goals. They use FitBod's AI technology that fits with the trends that get you in shape. If you're looking to take your workout to the next level, check out FitBod. They create a workout program that's personalized to your goals, your fitness level, and the equipment that you have available. So whenever you're thinking about using FitBod and you're like, well, I do have this piece of equipment. I don't have this. They take that all into consideration for you and they create something for you that will work. You're going to love this. Will Washington loved it. Let me tell you, that guy's so hard to work with, so hard to please, just just difficult to be around in general, and he loved it. If you can make him happy, you can make anybody happy with fitbod.me slash pay-per-view. This uh, this app is going to switch up your exercises as well. You're not going to plateau. You're not going to feel bored. You're not going to feel redundant or anything like that. There's no better time to level up your fitness habit. Try FitBod today. 25% off your subscription or try the app free at fitbod.me slash pay-per-view or PPV rather. F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash P-P-V. Thank God we got that Will guy out of here. What a diva, right? Man. No comment. No. It <laughs> <laughs> actually makes it seem like he is a diva. <laughs> no comment. I know. No comment. I mean, he is a Mariah Carey fan, and Mariah Carey is the ultimate See? diva. So I don't know what that says about Will. You ever seen Rush Hour? Yes, of course. What am I like, He's- a loser? He's the little girl in the back seat singing Mariah Carey. At the I start. love that part. I great. love that part. It's my favorite part of Rush or one of my favorite parts of Rush Hour, especially because the drivers are like, how's this yep. girl doing? That That's Tony Khan and and like Pat Buck in, in the front seat. <laughs> Heidi Ho says, no chance in hell Roman is involved in the new title. Nobody wants to see it. Well, that's that's the intrigue about it is that nobody really wants to see that. Wait, so the intrigue is that nobody wants to see it. That doesn't make any sense, Sean. People, I mean, no, no, no. The intrigue is, holy shit, are they actually going to put this on him? That would be the stupidest thing ever. Yeah, Thank I get you. what you mean. Yeah, Jay, it it shouldn't be like that, Denise. It really shouldn't. No, and it's happened. Just- it ha- it's happened less under Triple H, but you know exactly what I mean. This. This booking where they go, we're going to fucking do it. 
we're gonna do it that thing you don't want not that thing that will make you not like this character but that thing you absolutely don't want to watch on tv we're gonna do it that's what they do all the time and they tease us with it been seeing they have so many other names so many other people that you can like have some fresh stuff with tell some more with in the meantime because it <clears throat> But also, like, why would Rome? I guess I was gonna say, why would Roman Reigns want to, to be get a this dick. championship? That's but at the why. same time, it's like you know, you already got two belts. But I, I get it. You always would want more, right? Yeah. More power, the better. Thank you to JMKLF for the super chat. Crew Kid says this crowd was one of the hottest I've ever seen. To borrow from Morrow in 05, the crowd was in fuego. That street fight was bananas, and I was thoroughly sports entertained. Buddy, I agreed with everything that you just said. So let's get into this show. It started off with Bianca Belair defeating EO Sky, and EO Sky was white hot. She, I mean, everybody knew she belonged. Everybody knew. But if you had any doubt, that's erased now. Bianca and EO had a fantastic match. They got me at the end. I, I thought for a brief moment during that interference with Bailey and EO or Bailey and Dakota, it's like, oh my God, they're going to put the title on EO. There were some scary spots. Uh, that one arm press slam flat on EO's face, thankfully, thankfully did not result in anything like bad. It actually maybe even added to the match a little bit with how everything went down. EO had a picture perfect moonsault. There were nice counters out of the finishes and the like. I just thought this match was fantastic. And that crowd was there for EO Sky. But when Bianca got the win, they showed her a lot of respect too. I thought that was very, very cool as well. But man, EO Sky was mega over, Denise. There's so much that I need to say about this match. All right, where do I begin? Okay. It was my second favorite match of the night because when I mentioned earlier that the crowd amplified certain matches, this was one where I really do think with how behind they got on EO with the way that they were rooting for her. And I said this, like they were rooting for her. Like if she was Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns in Montreal, like this was the kind of reaction we were getting for EO for, for EO sky. So that was like completely to me, it was a little bit unexpected because we knew Zelina Vega was going to get the reaction that she was going to get. We did not know EO was going to get this kind of reaction. Like they fully got behind the underdog in EO in this story, uh, even though she's the heel in this, but whatever. So not only were they so behind her and that made the match, that made me as a viewer get much more into it, but I went into this saying, Bianca needs to win. There's no way that EO is going to win this and that. And that was my, that was my initial, you know, thoughts going into this match. And during it, I'm thinking, are they going to call an audible here? Are they going to have EO Sky win? Uh, should they do it? Uh, I don't know because, you know, uh, Bianca is going for uh, four, almost 400 days of being the Raw Women's Champion. Do they end it here and have like this big, massive, unexpected moment? It got to the point where I went back on my own beliefs, my own takes on this feud and this, sto and this story and because the crowd convinced me otherwise. And so I am very curious. I would love to know what was if this was even something that maybe crossed their minds backstage when this match was going on but there was so much else that I loved about this and the other thing that I liked was that um we always see Bianca Belair do these really cool spots in this match right and she kind of has to she always has this moment where she kind of shows off in front of her opponents but EO 
made sure to kind of do the exact same thing. So they kind of met each other really nicely, you know, down the line there. So that was really good too. And, um, it was so different seeing Bianca Belair in this scenario because we haven't seen Bianca Belair in this scenario where the crowd is not rooting for her, where the crowd is booing her at one point and they're completely rooting for the other person. We don't see Bianca Belair in these types of scenarios at all. So I feel going off of this, if I'm Triple H, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, okay, you know what? Maybe there's something that I should probably be doing with EO here because after that crowd reaction, and I know this may have just been specific to Puerto Rico I don't know well I guess we'll find out but I really do think that they need to uh they need to reward her in some way by because of the way that the people really got over uh the people that the way that she got over in front of all these people right so I feel that we need to see some sort of reward something for EO Sky down the line um and I love this match when damage control came out I was like oh this is going to be like the thing that ends up costing instead of helping out um EO it's going to end up costing EO and it did but it was a phenomenal I love the way that they milked the near falls they had to especially with that crowd reaction all of it a plus loved it um loved it second favorite match of the night k775 says who do you think are the first challengers for Rhea and Bianca so I'm thinking for Bianca I would really like to see your bestie Bianca Meechin Mia Yim, oh, I would really boy. like to see that. That would be really great for At Bianca. Least someone would. <laughs> and um, uh, I would probably say, and then obviously you got Asuka there too, so you can circle back with that too. And then for Rhea Ripley, I'm feeling like I would probably want to see something with her and Candice because we haven't really gotten to see what Candice can really Candace do. Candice can't and get on like the damn show since Vince McMahon rolled back in, though. Like yeah. Candace is struggling to get on the, the damn format sheet at this point. Exactly. Um, but I think she, I think if they were to give that an opportunity, that could be something that could work out. I think Charlotte, when she comes back, is probably going to get immediately inserted into the title scene. I, I think that's probably a good idea for, for Ford field on the, the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Raw side of things, mm, let me let me look at who we got over here. I mean, also we don't know what they're gonna do with the title belts. Like we don't know. No, they haven't like, said anything. They haven't said. It. I hope they don't do that dumbass roster swap or that that title swap. Nobody likes that. It's a bad idea. It's stupid. Uh, on the raw side of things, I mean, it's not going to be Becky. It's not going to be Trish. Raquel and, and Liv are tied up. Zoe Stark. 
like one of the call-ups could be interesting to do. Rhonda and, and Shayna look like they're tied up with tag tag team stuff as well. I think it might be one of the call-ups. Like, I think I that one would make a lot of sense. It should be Zoe because she can really go in the ring. And I feel like they would have a real, you want to see, you know, these good challengers, you know, for the title. Right. And I do think that Rhea and Zoe can have a really nice program. And I think that's going to be the thing that really gets Zoe a leg up on the roster is once she shows people that she can go for those that haven't seen her perform yet on NXT. I think this will be the huge, this is going to be Zoe Stark's biggest selling point is her in-ring skills. Yeah, I, I wouldn't hate the idea of them like doing a little tournament or a battle royal or something for top contendership. And then like Zoe surprises everybody and wins, takes Rhea to the limit, obviously loses. But you establish her as, oh, OK, she can compete with this person. Right. Heidi Ho says Denise made a hell of a lot of money on her watch along tonight. Hell yeah. Good for you. A lot of them from Heidi Ho. Thank you so much. <laughs> Ricardo says what happened to champs having to defend monthly? They just changed that rule. I mean, it just it's just not a thing anymore. And it's also, you know, if somebody fractures like a foot or something and is out for six weeks, they don't necessarily want to strip people all the time now. And I don't want to see that either. You know, if yeah. it's not going to be a long injury where they're going to be out for like nine months or something, if it's sort of way shorter than that, then of course, don't strip them. If it's longer than that, then of course, strip them. Sage Justice has heard much noise regarding rumors of more title redesigns that avoid the awkward title swap situations at all legitimate. You know, I, I haven't been as plugged into title belt stuff. There's some people I need to reconnect with in that sense, but they, I know WWE has had a lot of belts that never ended up getting used, produced down the line. And, you know, with the Vince switch to triple H and then back to Vince, I know some of those got slowed down and held up and the like, but I'll do some digging about that. Someone on my uh, watch along today mentioned an idea that I'm curious your thoughts on. Someone said, what if they, instead of doing like a title swap between uh, Rhea and Bianca, what if they do like a unification match and unify the main titles and then do like a secondary top title for the women? Hate it? Would not hate it? Well. Do I don't hate it, honestly. Well, uh, they, I I would want to see that at WrestleMania, honestly. I think Rhea and and uh, Bianca is a WrestleMania main event, legitimately. And I don't want to see them blow that on, like, just something. I think that having two top titles is a good idea. I don't hate the, the idea of having one main top title than a secondary title like you mentioned. It's just, I think, maybe, like, next year. that would. I think it would make sense... After next year's WrestleMania, you do Bianca versus Rhea, title for title, and then you establish one. I think that would be cool. Joseph McLean says, would it have been premature to have EO win with the reaction, or would you have pulled the trigger on it? I, I don't hate the idea of pulling the trigger on it. Bianca now will hold the title for 400 days. It is the longest women's main roster title run since Trish Stratus, and Trish Stratus was injured for about 120 of her 455 days. So in reality, it's the longest WWE women's title main roster reign ever. And miss me with that fabulous moolah bullshit, guys. Don't even send me that well, 10,000 days. She physically owned the championship. She could lose it whenever she wanted to. Uh, that was a different situation. But like, uh, I think that, that you could have done it and it would have been all right. 
But also, if you've come this far, just let her hit her 400 days. SAS says, with EO's performance today, I would say she's my favorite to win money in the bank. Who do you think will win it? Oh, okay. So, gun to my head, I would say somebody brand new. But if I had to guess like and and be accurate on it, I... <laughs> I would not feel comfortable doing that because they just infused the roster with like 18 NXT call-ups, Denise. So we don't yeah. know who among these people are in sink or swim situations or who Triple H looks at and he goes, oh, hell yeah, they're going to be somebody good in the future. Who would you look at? I mean, if I if I had, I think Zoe Stark would be a good one. I think EO would be a good one. Those are the top two for me. So on the raw side of things, and I would probably go with, and this is of course, depending on what the situation is with Liv Morgan and Raquel, because I don't know what the, uh, you know, how long they're going to be champions for. I would actually go with Raquel. I like that idea. I too, think that Raquel. would be really great for her. And it would be like the thing. Cause everybody's kind of like, Oh, she's got potential. And eventually she's going to be there. Okay. Well, let's, let's help push her, get that direction. I think the money in the bank briefcase would be phenomenal for her. Uh, over on the SmackDown side, if I had to pick somebody, you know, who would be Dakota Kai. I, I like that too. I like that. Uh, so rock hard. Joel Wood says anybody else noticed Dakota Kai Looked uh, like she was begging Bailey to not come out as they were coming down the ramp. The little things matter. I didn't notice that, but now I'm going to go back and look at it for sure. Yeah, Heidi I didn't Ho notice says, that either. Heidi Ho says EO is going to be every or be over everywhere they go from here on out. She's going to get cheered like Dom gets booze. She might. I mean, if you go to like the middle of America, like Omaha, Nebraska, or something, they they might not make noise for anybody. And unfortunately. Sometimes that sets the tone for other cities. I wish every city was like this. That, that's ideal for me. I remember early on when AEW got started, like every city was like this. Now it's just not. Now, unfortunately, a lot of people sitting on their hands. As long as it doesn't get to ROH at Samstown Live levels, we're all right. Hey, I, I attended some of those shows. They sucked. The, the crowd, you, you couldn't tell if 10 or 1,000 people were there. Because there was no noise and they would film the video screens instead of the crowd. Yeah, I get you. And and we sat through a string of really bad crowds for Raw, especially where it was like dead oh, yeah. silence. So this to me felt exciting because one of the things like when I go back and watch like old like Attitude Era stuff and I see all the people with the signs and everything, I'm like, damn, I miss that kind of energy. And I kind of felt like today's show and last night's show had like this, you know, not this, not the same energy, but just energy, period. <laughs> I'll take any energy. We got Heidi Ho saying they should rename the women's titles instead of them being branded titles so we don't have this issue in future drafts. I completely agree with Heidi Ho here. Just rename the damn titles and then you'll be good to go. You don't have to worry about any of that trash. Cesaro Big L says, anyone feel like the EO Bianca match was a little clunky, didn't feel up to their quality. A few of the counters looked bad and her stopping the arm assault made EO look dumb. Bad Bunny uh, looking for... an got in entertainment favorite empanadas type i've never had an empanada that's for sure so 
first of all, the EGOT thing would be crazy. But um, the match itself, I feel like if there was any clunky parts or any mistakes, it was completely overshadowed by the overall story of it. So I don't fights, feel like it fights can be away. that way. Fights yes. can be a little clunky. Yeah. Yes, I agree. And then uh, empanadas, I would definitely go with, I like mines with like, I like cheese, jalapenos, you know, that type of stuff. A little bit. That's a little bit more for me. Seth Rollins like defeated. Food, <laughs> I know. Uh, Seth Rollins defeated Omos. This was by far Omos's best match, best performance. And I got to say, gave me a little bit of hope for the big guy. He's 28, <laughs> about to be 29. Finally. <laughs> Granted, he's in there with one of the best workers in the world, but they went out and they had a, a good fun fine match this is what i expected didn't think omos was going to win but omos working with smaller guys is going to be his career and if he can have this kind of match with those people i think he's going to be fine are you an omos sapien now well let me tell you personally i always was because we we know after interviewing him he's a wonderful guy like he's very fun to interview too like from the visual aspect of it to just, he's a good interview. He's got interesting stuff to talk about. He's been like, he's, he's experienced an awful lot. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, I thought this was a home run of a match considering what we know. And he is less than four years from his first match. He's going to get better. I thought this was, thought this was good. As a person, as a, as people, Sean, we have seen some really bad moments for Omas. We have mm -hmm. seen him run incredibly slow. We have seen him struggle to take a clothesline out of the ring and onto yep. the ground. And we have seen some unfortunate moments in ring for him. And without that being said, this match, I, I completely agree, was his best performance in WWE, period. Uh, and given all of those things that really stick out to me of some poor moments that we've seen for Omaz, he has improved. He has improved. I can see it in so much uh, because there are some, if he would have had this match back then, a while ago, when he just, you know, wrapped up that, uh, you know, tag team with him and AJ Styles. I don't think this match would have been anywhere near as good as it was. So there has been that improvement and we are seeing it. And uh, this and you know what? I can't I can't even say that I hate this anymore because now we're two matches in a row that we the first one was what the fuck is this really going to be the WrestleMania match that we're going to get with Omos and Brock Lesnar? And it ended up not being bad. Then this one was. What the hell are we doing? This is super random. Why are no. we having this match? And then look at us here. We're all here talking about how it was his best match ever. He worked the crowd. He worked the crowd really well too. I thought that that as well. I loved, actually loved, a couple things about this match. Seth Rollins going for a pedigree while Omos was like on one knee. The visual of that. It was so cool. And then Omos doing a back body drop from his knee. And Corey Graves being like, did he just do that? I thought that was really cool. Loved him kicking out of the stomps. And then Seth going for the top rope stomp. I thought that that helped out Omos a lot. He was not going to win this match. He is being used as fodder for them. But I would love to see. I would love to see him actually reestablished. If he can do it in the ring, just give him, give him some, uh, one or two matches a month. And then have him work the live events 
Let him get better. Let him become a perfectly serviceable big dude who can be put in these situations and have matches like this. Because this was this is what I've been looking for out of Omos for a long time. Yes. I've needed his ability inside the ring to match his ability that we have seen when we have interviewed him and done these media days. And he's this captivating guy and, and has good stuff, like cool stuff to talk about. I thought this was really good. And the interesting thing too, is that now you're getting, you know, other big guys that are coming in and then they're not as big as, you know, Von Wagner is not as big as Omos, but he's still a big guy. And this could have been easily where he could have kind of been if if Von Wagner had more of those <laughs> skills, he could have been replaced, you know? So I feel is like Von's not that big, is he? He's big, but he's not as anywhere near as Omas, though. No he's like Omas. Okay, he's a pro wrestling six five. You know what you know what that means. It's like So okay. he's like six feet then, right? He's he's six three. Yeah. He's got the one inch lifts. He's yeah. probably like six three. Yeah. So it's so, it's a ways off there. Exactly. But if I'm Omaz and I'm seeing that they're lining up these other potentially big guys, I'm going to be like, damn, I got to get my, you know, my ducks in a row here or else, you know, someone else is going to replace me. No, thanks. Uh, Adrian Wells says AJ Styles versus Seth for the new belt. Solo should be the next United States champion. Well, I wouldn't hate Solo being the next United States champion. And I also wouldn't hate seeing AJ versus Seth, to be honest with you. Seth, AJ has said that he's got his eyes on a world title. Um, I'm just over the moon to see AJ back in general, but it seems like Seth winning this world heavyweight championship is the common sense thing to do. But also if, if Cody does win money in the bank and challenges for that SmackDown title, it would make sense to have one of SmackDown's premium wrestlers popping up over on raw. So, Denise, what I think might, could possibly happen is a bit of a swerve-ski here where someone from SmackDown could end up winning this championship. Cody wins money in the bank. Then Cody wins the WWE title at SummerSlam from Roman at Ford Field. And then Cody takes... (laughs) Cody takes that title to Raw... And the SmackDown person takes the new title to SmackDown. I know I lost you. I followed you and you lost me. But that's the kind of dumb bullshit they do. This reminds me. You know what this reminds me of? When when Brock Lesnar won the Royal Rumble and then they did the Elimination Chamber and then they did all these things. I'm glad you mentioned that because FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business had a report on that because of the world heavyweight championship. And I asked people that were around on the writing team. I was like, Hey, was a, a unification planned going into day one? And they said, hell no, it wasn't planned going into day one. Roman got COVID. They said, let's take the title off Biggie and put it on Brock. And then we're going to do a, a unification match. This wasn't even a plan. This whole thing that's been going on for over a year. Wasn't a plan. They were, and then Eight months later, Vince was already planning on splitting the titles again. Unreal. FightfulSelection.com. Somebody's saying, Sean's just saying things. No, I'm not. Hear, hear me out. I think it's a possibility that SmackDown is involved in this tournament. So a SmackDown wrestler will win that title. Because I think that Cody 
is going to win money in the bank as a raw wrestler, challenge Roman for that title, and then just win it and bring it over to raw. And then that SmackDown wrestler who wins the new title will take theirs over to SmackDown. Okay. Okay. Now here's my question though. If AJ Styles, let's just say AJ Styles were to win the world heavyweight championship, right? That would mean he'd go over to Raw. Does he take Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows with him since they were all drafted together? <laughs> Do we? What's happening? You know. Uh, anyway. I mean, I Adrian, don't know. <laughs> Adrian Wells got his money's worth there. I was Somebody just says, saying, but like, why? These are questions, listen, right? This person asking me, but why? Now, listen, you're asking too much. Now, you want me to get inside the brains of those, all those people? I'm sorry. That's too much to ask. You're going to have to send money for that one. Uh, Spencer says Triple H was on one tonight. I'm on one tonight. Isaac <laughs> yeah, <seriously>. says. <laughs> you were like that meme. The one where the guy's explaining. He's like. <laughs> Literally. That's and you kind of look like Day. him too, honestly. Uh, I get that Maybe a lot. split a little bit. I get that a lot. Isaac really, Shooter I says. I see it. I see it. Think the show was solid. Triple H made a statement tonight. Looking really forward to Raw Monday. Hope they keep the momentum going into Night of Champions. Yeah, I mean we've got at least two. We got at least three matches on Monday Night Raw that mean something, Denise. We got two triple threat matches and a tournament match. So, yeah. Uh, U.S. title Austin Theory beat Lashley and Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed takes a rare pin here, but I'll tell you what I love. This was a Bronson Reed showcase. That's what this match was. It was Bronson can do this cool thing, this cool thing, this cool thing, and everybody's afraid of him. And Austin Theory is going to need Bobby Lashley's help in beating Bronson Reed, but he takes the L. That's a trade-off I'm completely fine with. You've got a guy who's being pegged as the future of WWE and Austin Theory and a two-time world champion in Bobby Lashley. I got no problem with Bronson Reed, you know, doing doing the honors here. And taking this L after the moonsault and the cool spot outside and the little cannonball thing he did. Uh, KE775 says, thought Bronson looked fantastic, just not seeing it with Theory. However, he beat Cena. I guess they're going to keep him front and center. What did you think, Denise? Okay, so I was so happy. Now, I know everybody was making fun of me because I was like, I predicted this finish because everybody predicted this finish. But I really did, though. I was like, okay, it's clear that... Austin Theory is going to retain, and I'm pretty sure, you know, Bobby Lashley is going to be the one to get the victory, but then he's going to steal it from him, and he's going to end up pinning Bronson Reed, and then it ended up happening just like that, so I felt very proud. Uh, With that being said, it was a predictable finish, but the the, the gem, the highlight, it was Bronson Reed. He really went out there, and, you know, he had some really cool moments like that, the moment when the the spot off of the rope right onto Bobby Lashley, that was really cool to see. Uh, I really thought that Coming out of this match, both of us and so many other people, what are we talking about? We're talking about Bronson Reed. So with that being said, I want them to speed things up with Bronson. I want them to do more with him a lot faster because he came in, he debuted onto Raw, and it was this you know big moment. We were all shitting on the fact that he was there with Miz. They quickly got rid of that good. and But now it's kind of like he's been there and he's had like some really fun little uh, squash matches that he did, and those were all good, but that's kind of it. He's sort of just been there, and I think that they need need to um uh one of the things that i would like to see is if they give him like an amaz push where amaz is getting this match against brock lesnar and seth rollins and this and that why there's not really a specific reason 
So then why can't you do something like that with Bronson Reed, where you can have him go out there with these, you know, top matches and just start getting the guy some, um, you know, just some some good stuff to talk about. He really was the whole thing here. And I feel bad for us. I don't feel bad for Austin Theory because I do think things are a lot better for him now. But he really needs a feud that is going to take things for him to the next level. He needs a person that he can work well with that is just going to bring out the best in him. And I don't think I don't think Bobby Lashley was that guy. I don't think we've seen that feud yet for Austin Theory. So I hope we do find that person that he can make some magic with. Ashton did send in a humper chat and said, but why? <laughs> About my pitch. Okay. But why? Because they love the swerve. They love doing things that we that we don't expect, even if they're not good things, they like to just throw shit up against the wall sometimes. And that's why I think they'll do that. Or they could do that. Luis says, or actually, yeah, I think it's Luis says the correct course of action. Machine gun, Carl Anderson beats Roman Reigns for the universal title. Very clever. (laughs) Well, Rhea Ripley defeated Zelina and Zelina was very emotional. She came out with the Puerto Rican colors. She got, an unbelievable ovation and she had a good match here. Like she played to the crowd. This was, I I would say probably the biggest night of her career. Oh yeah. Hands down. Yeah. If not her professional life. And I mean, Zelina has been around a lot longer than people realize over a decade since she was teaming with Sarah stock and TNA and becoming knockouts, tag team champions and all this stuff. She's been around for a long time, despite the fact that she's a very young woman. But this was what it needed to be. Rhea was always going to win this. We knew Rhea was going to win this. But Zelina got so much offense and so much shine. And after she got hit with the riptide, she got a wonderful ovation from the crowd. Like, this was an enormous night for Zelina Vega. Like, this was very cool to see, Denise. I, I enjoyed the hell out of this. And this shows that these thematic WWE pay-per-views in these areas are working wonderfully because she looked like a megastar and the previous regime didn't even really want her to wrestle the first go around Denise. Yeah. And that's why when you think about her getting this moment and that's why she didn't need to defeat Rhea Ripley here. That wasn't, she won in this regardless. She won by having a match against, you know, your, your uh, SmackDown women's champion and who's quite possibly one of the top women, one of the top people in the company. And she's having a singles match with them in Puerto Rico, in her home, getting to have this big time moment. I don't think a lot of people, you know, really expected that for Zelina Vega. And when you think about, you know, her whole journey back to WWE, when she came back they weren't really doing much with her she won the queen's crown tournament but that was just like whatever and then even after that it wasn't anything that they were they weren't really doing anything too astonishing too groundbreaking with her and so now you know she's part of the lwo she gets this big moment i mean this was huge i think that Look, you see a lot of really great moments happen in, uh, you know, in wrestling. You really, you see a lot of hometown moments, a lot of great moments like that. But when you get a person that goes out there and they're not just happy, they're not just smiling, but they are crying tears of happiness, that is a whole other 
kind of emotion that we don't get to see as often in WWE. And so after this match, you know, obviously her coming out with the flag, it looked really great. I really loved uh, whoever designed that and put that together. They deserve their flowers too, because the construction of her gear was phenomenal. Um, But the, the standing ovation at the end was, I don't know, Sean, and I can't think of another hometown moment that recently that has felt this huge before. I have I don't recall another moment that felt this massive for somebody where they got this kind of a reaction. Like, I, mean, I can't Sammy think of Zane. anyone right now. I, I mean, I yeah, mean, besides Sammy Zane, I guess. Bad Bunny tonight. Bad Bunny. Well, yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. Specifically. Besides those like, other two, I can't think yeah, of a single specifically, time. Specifically that. But no, but it's true, though. It was freaking crazy to get to see her just standing there and taking this ovation. Come was, on now. I that's mean, was, a dream. Who wouldn't awesome. want that? I thought it was awesome. Like, I loved it. I I thought it was amazing. I thought it was special. Um, I thought that... And, and Rhea Ripley knew her spot here, too. Rhea Ripley knew what she was supposed to do in this match. And I just, I just love that. I just freaking love that. Everything about this went pretty well, how it was supposed to go. And I think that that's, that this was a, an important night for Zelina. Do I expect her near the top of the card? Not really, but she's a part of a super over group right now too. David Weissman says, is it me or does WWE have a history of not letting the hometown hero win, starting with the Montreal screw job? Listen, Zelina was not going to beat Rhea Ripley here. Rhea Ripley just got her WrestleMania moment a month ago. And Sean Garner says, who do you think beats Rhea or Bianca for their titles? I think Rhea beats Bianca next year at WrestleMania for both of the titles. Yeah. I, I, Denise, I actually really like your idea. Like Rhea beats Bianca. Well, technically, it was the, the other person's ideas. <laughs> but I, mean, I just yeah, liked it. Yeah. But I mean, just the 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 mid card title underneath that. Let let all of them float. Why not? You've you've naturally got a smaller women's roster than a men's roster. So have a women's intercontinental title, a women's world title, and then women's tag titles, and let them float. Yeah. Heidi Ho says, seeing my daughter get emotional here was awesome. She became a Zelina fan tonight. That's aw- That's great. I love that. That's what it's about. Juan says, show was good. Seeing Zelina emotional, uh, fighting back tears was priceless. She deserved it. Yeah, I mean, especially after some of the things she's been pulled from that probably would have meant a lot to her personally. Um, and, and I mean, the nature in which she lost her damn job anyway, which should have never been a, a real thing. And I forgot to mention the spot where she throws the chancla to Rhea Ripley. Oh my, what a... Perfect spot that was. That was that so got, great. That got such an amazing pop. Yeah. Like, I, I I'm gonna try to find out if that was scheduled or or planned or anything, or if she was just like, I got to do this. This will get a pop, and did it. I think oh, it had amazing. to be because she had been already sort of teasing it on like SmackDown, where she would like she had like mm. the you know she was smacking it on her hand to Adam Pierre. So she's been For incorporating sure. it a lot more. But this whole thing where she like threw it at him, and I liked that they actually you know educated Michael Cole on this a little bit because he provided yes. some good context. And even when her mom gave uh, Rhea Ripley the ojo, he made sure to acknowledge that. And that was something where I was like, okay, this is something that someone told him to yeah. say and do and that's the kind of stuff that you need because it, it added so much to the match 
Matthew England says, what are the benefits of a Fightful YouTube membership? Uh, your chats stand out a little bit better, and I'm trying to figure out what else. We activated it just to activate it. But what I've been doing is about every week or so, I release uh, like an, a never-before-seen Fightful clip or video. We've got a bunch of behind-the-scenes clips that we used to have and a lot of features that don't end up making the site or don't end up getting aired. Uh, Denise, Palmy Wrestling sent this. I believe this is what you're talking about. Uh, oh my god i'm dead i'm dead it looks it's it's you this is such a great edit i love it uh, you didn't even very have happy to make edits it looks like you <laughs> oh i know uh please uh btw send me that on twitter i'm gonna save it to my meme folder i'm gonna be Raphael that's the one i'm gonna use from now on Raphael says this is seamus at clash the castle KMKLF says Zelina should have won. Rhea could have won it back within a week or two. Yeah, I don't necessarily think Rhea needs to have long reigns, but I'm not opposed to them doing stuff like this and people winning it right back either. No, but. I am a little bit opposed to that just because okay. I feel like, especially if you're going to set up Rhea to Rhea's on the path to be a superstar, okay? Like yes. a big time. If she isn't already, obviously she's going to hit new levels of superstardom. So I feel with certain people, you just treat things a little bit differently. Heidi Ho says, I need La Chancla on every show, please. Put some yes. put some effort into that, Sean. La Chancla, not La Chancla. This is La in Chancla. French. Chancla. <laughs> La Chancla. <laughs> not like that. That sounds horrible. Do you I know. That's my, French, that's my French version. Oh. La Chancla. By the way, do you know that we actually did this storyline already? Do you remember when my grandma, when I had her shoot that yeah. video? And she said she was going to get you with the chancla. I remember. That's how yeah, I found so out what one was. They, they stole our feud. This was We already did this like three years ago. Go figure. Go figure. <laughs> a Shriner says, I don't know about you guys, but Zelina's ovation was my favorite part of the show. She deserved the moment and recognition. Great show all around for what it was. I agree. I had a blast watching tonight's show. And Zelina's stuff was among the best that I saw. Eddie says, anyone else tear up during Zelina's entrance and exit? Also, her throwing the slipper. It is now a French word. I pop huge for that. Great moment for Zelina. To that, I say, we. Oui. I agree. You turned Spanish into French. I'm dead. Uh, uh, Joseph McLean says, what are the countries WWE needs to hit? I can think of one. France. Actually, they did <laughs> they did last week. And Denise, I don't know if you saw Hurricane's tweet, but last week he said Paris was one of the greatest crowds that he's ever been in front of. And then he posted a meme of Michael Jordan saying, and I took that personally and said that was Puerto Rico this week. They're like, Oh -uh. shit, that's good. That's good. Did you see the reaction Baron Corbin got in France? No, but I heard oh, about my. it. It was amazing. Like you could tell it really touched him that they He's loved French? him. Hell no. <laughs> hell why did they really no. love him? Oh, hell no, Denise. That's what I'm wondering. So why did he they really love him? He's as white as Wonder Bread. That's what I was wondering. Not... I was like, why would he as, get such a big reaction? American, Am I missing no. something here? I don't know, but he loved it. You could tell it meant a lot to him. He won his first match <laughs> of the year over there. I didn't want to judge and just assume that someone's not no. something. Uh, Luis says Mexico. Yeah, Mexico for sure with the LWO popping off like they are with with who you have on the roster right now. You've got Rey Would you Mysterio. go, Sean, if they did a PLE? 
to Mexico? Would you go? I would like to. Yeah, I've never been to Mexico. Yeah. And you can go out there and be talking your Spanish French. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll wear Honestly, my Chanclas. Would love you. They would find you hilarious. Would they'd they? be like they'd they would make fun of you. They'd be like, "Look at this gringo." Oh my god! It'd be great. <laughs> Cody says, "Match of the night MVP Grunt of the night." Um, match of the night is Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest. The MVP is Damian Priest, and uh, I don't know who the grunt uh, or what the grunt of the night is there. But uh, I would say the grunt of the night was probably like the majority of the uh, six man tag. There you go. Kevin Jones says, my old ass loves Saturday pay-per-views. Puerto Rico crowd was so fun. Made a good pay-per-view. Great. Well, Denise, this is where I heal our audience and I change the order of where we cover matches because we're going to get through this one very quick. The six-man tag actually was between the Bad Bunny match and the main event. But let's be real. That Bad Bunny match was the main event. That's why you all are here. The six-man tag was good. The crowd got into it by the end, too. But the crowd got into it at a level in which was way different than the other stuff on the show. And I feel bad for these guys. But this was a Raw or SmackDown match. That's, That's what, what I said, was. yes. That's what this was. There was plenty of story to it. Um, Riddle looked great in the ring. He's, he's very clearly happy to be back there. I think the bloodline winning this match is good. They need to win these matches and Riddle can afford to take a pin here, but solo getting a win like this on a show like this, I think is important. We see a lot of teases of dissension here, Denise. How'd you feel about the match and how'd you feel about those teases? Um, up until the last couple of moments in this match, I thought this match was incredibly boring. Uh, I just didn't think it didn't feel special. Like you mentioned, it just felt like a match that you'd see just on Raw. It didn't feel like a premium live event. It didn't feel like it kind of the crowd wasn't as hot for it either, especially coming off of, you know, the previous match. But uh, the, the whole thing here was really about, you know, Solo Sokoa and the Usos. But when Solo Sokoa, the way that he got the victory, that actually meant the most out of the whole thing because it was sort of this thing where he didn't trust the Usos that they would actually be able to manage and pull off the win. So he had to tag himself in there and get the job done himself. And I feel like I, I, that was my favorite thing about all of it. That was the thing that I read most into that. Hey, solo didn't trust the Usos to actually get it, get the job done. So I, I loved the moment where him and Jay Uso were just like literally yelling at each other or having like this really intense moment. And I really enjoyed that too. Um, I thought for the most part, it was really just that it did not need to be this long. I thought the match was too long. Uh, and I was hoping, I thought it was just going to be better, like right off the bat. Cause these are all guys that are so fun to watch wrestle all the time. But I just thought that the layout of no this stakes. match was so boring. There were no stakes on this match. And when you got as many titles as you have, I mean, I know Gunther is probably on his honeymoon right now. Let the guy have his honeymoon. Um, but You've got enough stuff that you could put a women's tag title match. You could put something else that matters on this show. Alex Silva says Roman's going to make Jay and Solo win the belt for him. I don't think so. Diego says, what do you think they'll do with the tag team championships at Night of Champions with the Sami Zayn situation in Saudi? I, For the life of me, and not to disrespect the super chatter, but I don't know why so many people are acting like this is a big issue. Like, this is a big thing. Like, what are they going to do with the tag titles because they can't go to Saudi? Well, they'll just not have a tag title match. 
The same thing they did with the Intercontinental title for tonight's show or the women's tag titles for tonight's show or the world title for tonight's show or the other world title. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they just won't have one of those matches. They'll have a six or seven match card that will have other stuff on it. And that'll be it. I don't think that they'll do anything. Yeah. KE77. Yeah. K775 says, Did you hear KO and Sammy can appear on both brands? I don't agree. So many tag teams have been stuck in limbo with the unified titles. I think that right now they should be able to. Um, if you want to split the titles, split the titles. I wouldn't mind champions like that floating, but also if they did, I would want them to semi-regularly appear on both shows or at least a contender to be developed on that show. Right. I'm good with them floating, bouncing back for these ones because they made it very clear from the very beginning. (sighs) Denise, you and I will be floating back and forth between America to Europe, LA, Lexington, Toronto, all over the place. France! All that good stuff. And fortunately, we're going to have NordVPN.com slash Fightful, so we won't miss out on all our favorite shows. In fact, I use NordVPN.com slash Fightful to watch my favorite shows five hours early. Actually, I think it's probably eight hours early now that I think of it, because I got to wait until uh, 3 a.m. Eastern, 12 a.m. Pacific to watch shows. Now I use us. Use our, man, I'm stumbling all over this. I use NordVPN.com slash Fightful, by God. And I get to watch them on UK time with those overseas services. I got a lot of people saying, what's going to happen with this TV deal? What's going to happen with that one? Well, if you subscribe to one of these overseas services, you don't have to worry about that. You can watch AEW without commercials on Wednesdays. You can get pay-per-views at a much more reduced rate. Like right now, like I have, I'm watching or or doing this post-show right now instead of watching the UFC pay-per-view. But I'm not like, I'm not fretting it. I bought the pay-per-view at a much more affordable price, so I'm not chucking down 80 bucks and missing that right now. I'm going to catch up on it after I paid 15 bucks from that overseas service thanks to nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Able to change your virtual location with just one click. It protects yourself on all of your devices, on all those Wi-Fis, whether it be your own private one or all those public ones that you're on. There's 24-7 support, so if you need help figuring out how to use something, how to find something, they got you covered. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Ashamed of myself for that read. My gosh. But I do love NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Uh, I've traveled in and out of the country a lot more over the past couple of years, and this has been wonderful because i'll go to a different country and i do not know what channel aew or wwe air on so uh i log into my nord vpn i'm good to go we're setting you back down to developmental sean are you gotta work on those promo skills and you'd have to do those ad reads then and i know you ain't doing that uh you also get a 30-day money back watch me watch me right now you can get 59 percent off and three extra months also this is great as a malware, an ad blocker. Uh, those intrusive ads I know can be a pain in the ass. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Sonny says, Baron Corbin's wife is Puerto Rican. So that's why he got such a big reaction in France, because <laughs> they knew, oh, they knew that know. in his house, if he gets out of line, what? the claw comes out. And, you know, the French people love their claws. I need to watch that clip. I need to see what happened, what went down, because I'm so was, confused right now. It was really cool. It was very cool, actually. What did he Mel do, says, though? Like, he just came out and he got a great reaction, or did he yeah. do something? 
And then he won. Like I think I think they may have changed the result on the fly legitimately. He hasn't won a match all year, Denise. And that was his first one. It was against Boogs, so it doesn't hurt Boogs to lose, but I just need to find out why he's so over there. If you if if you do, tell me so I can put it on FightfulSelect.com for just five dollars. Uh, you know Breezy what's really said, good though, if you ever go to France, Eclairs. Have oh, you been to France? Of course. Of course. Of course. Said, I'm very well traveled, Sean. I go places. Oh my God. <laughs> but I'm just oh glad God. this I'm just glad this dumbass Kentucky Derby's over because I got everybody saying, Oh, Kentucky, horses. And I'm like, nah, brother, I was poor for all my life. So no, we we don't we don't have they have horses here. We don't have horses here. Oh, well, I'm just saying, if you ever have an eclair, those are good. What the, what was that? <laughs> because was they're that? like this. And I, I'm just saying like, you know, you eat them. <laughs> That's how good they are. It's not a one bite thing. It's like, I want the whole thing. Do you whistle while you eat it? No, but just for, you know, the audio listeners, they get a taste of what it's like to eat an eclair. I think that's why you call them eclairs. <laughs> they're good, but you have you, and then there's like pesto snails. That's good too. Oh, sweet. <laughs> what? They should make chocolate chanclas. They should make chanclons. I don't know what you're anyway. saying. I lost you here. Breezy you says, me. I know Austin Theory and Edge have had a match before. Do you think a real longer feud with each other would help? put him over or what do you think yeah i think actually if they did and had some good promos i mean just like one one good pay-per-view match i think would make sense because i think edge would be better at at expressing a lot of the things that john cena was trying to express because edge is around more so a lot of the stuff that he says holds a lot more water um heidi ho says Damn, I just got another VPN. I'm going to go cancel and use Nord. Fightful did me right with Manscaped and Blue Chew. I, I, Heidi Ho, I am glad that we got your dong in order. That's for sure. And now, when you're, when you're browsing those sites, we're going to have you taken care of, too. Tamel says, uh, Bianca passing 400 days makes her universal champion and Rhea, WWE women's champ. I, I would be fine with that as well. I, I think that just renaming those titles makes a lot more sense. Okay. So the important thing to note here is that Michael Cole said that his uh, favorite Bad Bunny song was translated to I Twerk Alone. Okay. Which is important to note. Uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest had one of the most incredible spectacles i've seen in pro wrestling from start to finish bad bunny got one of the greatest reactions in pro wrestling history and dare i say entertainment history denise that's how good this was i think for everybody that said who when bad bunny showed up if they watch this they go oh okay okay i get it now the entire crowd turned this into a concert. This was deafening even through the TV. This was special. We're just at the entrance right now, Denise. I don't know what the hell song it was. I just know that I like the song now because of this moment. This was 
unbelievably special. This was so cool. This is why you do a show here and you don't just have Bad Bunny host. This was incredible, Denise. Uh, are we just talking about the entrance now? Okay, just, just the, the entrance. entrance. Just the entrance. He looks freaking cool. And I was so freaking happy when he came out with the shopping cart filled of uh, weapons and stuff. Uh, a la Raven, that was phenomenal. I was so happy to see him come out like that because you can tell. I mean, we know this already, that Bad Bunny is a legitimate wrestling fan. If he wasn't, he wouldn't be you know, doing all these things, right? Like nobody's just going to go and put their bodies on the line the way that he did, uh, you know, just for publicity. Maybe some people, but not very often. Not bad, but he doesn't need to do that. He's doing it because he's a fan and he cares and he, and, he, and he loves this and it's clear. And when he came out, it was like a stone cold Steve Austin pop, but in Puerto Rico for, for bad bunny. And so it felt like, really cool and i was so excited just to even see the th you know see him come out and seeing what that would look like and it just felt like a big deal it was it a big was, deal it was an incredibly big deal there was so much stuff that happened during this match that i lost track of all of it like and this match went on a long time this was a very long match but it didn't feel long though they did a really good job of like placing oh, everything great. It was great. It needed to be every second that it was. And Damian Priest deserves all the respect, all the flowers, all of that. This guy took a, a, a man who has wrestled, like, what, one and a half, two matches? I don't even know if you can count the Royal Rumble. Can, can you count, you count that? Can't count that. Never wrestled a singles match to a 25-minute match. And a lot of times, Denise, when stuff gets overbooked, and I mean that in a great way. This is the most fun, fantastically overbooked shit that I've ever seen. It yes. took him to an unbelievable match. Damian Priest deserves all the credit in the world because they were planning on this being a tag match. This was going to be Ray and, and Bad Bunny against Damian and Dominic. And Bad Bunny was going to get the pin over Dominic. This ended up better than a tag team match could have been because you get completely separate from the in-ring stuff where Damian Priest was masterfully selling his leg. Masterfully. They were laying into each other with the weapons. But the overbooked stuff of it was my favorite part. And usually I hate that, Denise. Carlito showed up. And I got people in the chat saying, was he rumored? I mean, it's one of those things where it gets mentioned so many times as a fantasy booking thing that it becomes a rumor, but it's you can't really decipher that. And Heidi Ho asked if that happened, if it was rumored. I was shocked, popped hard for him. Hope these surprises happen more often. Carlito and Roderick Strong back to back was cool AF. Denise, this was cool. LA be glass as I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Well, I'll tell you what, the cool thing right now is owning an LWO shirt because those are selling like hotcakes. I bet you they pushed a ton of them here. You got Carlito showing up and he looks like a million bucks. Kyle, the ginger's asking if it's a one-off. I don't have the answer to that yet, but Denise, this needed to happen. As soon as his music hit, Everybody knew who it was, and he hasn't been in WWE regularly in ages. 
So you mentioned the LWO shirt. I know that they're also like, you know how they promote, well, you get 30% off select merchandise when yeah. they promote it. Bro, I was trying to get myself an LWO shirt. They didn't want to give me no 30% off discount. <laughs> that thing was full price. So I still haven't bought it just yet because I was like, I'm going to wait for it to go on sale. But it's still $29.99. So Which one are you get? Are you going to get the regular one or the Puerto Rican one? Oh, I'm going to get the regular one. Okay. Yeah. Didn't know if you I didn't know if you were maybe in the mood tonight after after this show, but no. you never know. Maybe you'd buy both of them. No. I'll just I would just get the regular one with the Mexican flag on it. Yeah. But bringing that back <laughs> But on a, sale I would like it. <laughs> bringing that back was a brilliant idea. Like Legato, great. LWO is like one of the hottest things in wrestling right now. And it's it's just incredible. And and Santos Escobar told me WrestleMania weekend. He's like, and it was it was actually him telling me this that led to me snooping around and finding out the LWO was coming back. But he's like, oh, we're gonna be paying homage to a whole lot more uh, Latino wrestlers. He's like, not just Ray, not just my dad. He's like, a lot of them. And then I found out that night what they had planned, and I was like, oh, so maybe they're doing this briefly. No, it's back, and it's awesome. And Carlito is in it. And Savio freaking Vega is in it, Denise. Savio got such a monster pop backstage when they showed him. And this man is such a sweet dude. Like, he does stuff for MLW. And MLW hit me up one time and said, oh, who do you want to interview? And I looked at the roster and I was like, man, Savio Vega. That would be great. I grew up watching him. And he was, like, so nice and so gracious and so wonderful. And you see quickly why he's been around in wrestling as long as he has. Because when you talk to him, you like it, it's like you start to unlock things and puzzle pieces start going where they belong because he is such a brilliant wrestling mind. This was very, very cool to see Carlito and Savio there in LWO gear as well. Denise, this this was this added so much to the match. All right, so. Oh, where do I begin here? All right. So with all of this, and I, there was a thing that I was thinking about too, is that this could have been a sick clusterfuck. Like this could have been awful, right? This could have been an overbooked mess, but the way that they did it, everything felt, you know, with a purpose, that pop that Carlito got when he came out. Oh my God. That was so great to see. I wasn't expecting him to come out and be part of this um, specific moment. So for me, like that was very shocking and very nice to see happen. Uh, so that was cool too. But here's the thing that I mostly liked about this match was, that uh, we, I mean, everything that they did here, seeing Bad Bunny and Damian Priest not only fight in the ring, but go out into the crowd, uh, do that spot by the production table, uh, by the production set, excuse me, onto the tables. All of that was so well coordinated, in my opinion, the way that the entire match flowed. But I'm really what I particularly liked about bad bunny is the way that he does things. So he's very, uh, he's not stiff whatsoever. And I like that. Like he's very loose in the ring. And to me that actually adds to his style and the matches that he has. It just makes things a lot more entertaining to see him do, you know, uh, DDTs, Canadian destroyers. Like we saw at the end of the match, that was really great. Um, and going out there, doing the candlestick shot again. Have, there was a moment where he was playing the tambourines practically with um, <laughs> Damien Priest's head when he was hitting him with the trash bins and this and that. That was cool. And so I liked how they basically told this whole entire story there. And uh, you, throughout the entire thing, I just kept thinking, 
Man, this is cool. There was a moment where they were at the turnbuckle and then Bad Bunny would got like a chain and he's using that to like slam the, the, the legs of Damien Priest. That was cool too. Uh, they just did so much. See all the bumps that Bad Bunny took was also something that you couldn't help but to admire and respect <laughs> as well because you know that Land- he doesn't have to do all of that. Landed on his dome during that that sliced bread that was a little Dude, scary yes i was like holy shit how do you even do that like the way that he did it like his whole body like took over him uh and so that was kind of cool to see that too uh, you know cool that nothing happened obviously but uh there was just so much here i'm trying to think of everything that happened the little dance that he did he, at the beginning with the candlestick that was pretty hilarious it was just little stuff that i really admired seeing how bad buddy's brain kind of worked throughout this entire match with Damian Priest and Damian Priest, you know, doing his playing his part, right? He says bunny landing on his bean during the sliced bread scared me. Hope he's all good. Fun show overall. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. And BB says Damian versus bad bunny match. Got my mom to pop. She said, yeah, comprendo los luchas. And I believe that <laughs> I think I know what that means. Yo comprendo las luchas. I think it I says, like I understand wrestling. My grandma saw this thing, saw the bad buddy. I guess she saw maybe clips of the press conference or something on the news. She was yeah. like telling me like, hey, Denise, you know, this bad buddy stuff. Like, is this real? She's like, I don't think it is. She's all, it seems like all <laughs> like an act. She's like, it's got to be an act. And I'm like, all right, grandma, let me explain this to you. Because here's the thing that you don't know, Sean, is that when it comes to wrestling for Mexicans especially and older generation Mexicans it is the American stuff fake all fake but wrestling in Mexico real now that's real that's the that's what the older generation that's how they see it so they see the WB stuff like oh that's fake shit we don't like that shit but they're like you know what you should really this is what's going on and they'll name people that they are fans of you know in lucha and that's and that and that's the uh that's the mentality if I had $5 for every Uber driver that told me that they watched wrestling back when it was real, when the Von Erics wrestled, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Dick the Cock Johnson says we could barely get Cena to take a simple bump in the ring. Meanwhile, Bad Bunny's doing Falcon Arrows through tables on the floor. And then <laughs> we get a, a super chat very similar from Dream Ninja that says, can't get The Rock to say hi, but Bad Bunny taking broken arrows through tables. Amazing. Yeah, keep in mind, one of the biggest celebrities on the planet, headlining multiple nights of Coachella, touring around the world, is also an actor now. And he's still making time to do this stuff. And also dating a Kardashian, that within itself is work. Did you hear Michael Cole's not, line? Not that big of a deal. I do that all the time. When, oh, yeah. When he said, um, Kendall Jenner is about to be back on the market. I was like, what <laughs> world am I living in right now? That bad bunny is, you know, wrestling on WWE in this big match, right? And then he's dating a Kardashian and they're talking about it here on WWE. Like, what is this world? You know, like, it's like the Twilight Zone. Broadway Joe says, I tuned out after Bad Bunny, and judging by Twitter, everyone else did too. From what I saw, though, A-plus show reminded me a lot of Canadian Stampede. Yeah, but a hotter crowd, an even hotter crowd there. Uh, Dream Ninja says, this was a love letter to Puerto Rico, and I loved it. EO Bianca was amazing. Bunny Priest was amazing. Nothing was bad on the show. So fun. And Kim Gray says, the Bad Bunny match 
was the most beautifully chaotic overbooked spectacle I've ever seen. Loved every second. Such respect for Bad Bunny. Well, uh, yeah, I've got a lot of respect for Bad Bunny, and this should have main evented Denise. And yes. after seeing how the show ended, there's no reason this should not have main evented. It was a perfect main event, and it is real weird that it didn't, Denise. Yeah. What the hell? Oh man, this felt like the way that I felt was okay. We hit the mountain. We hit the peak of the mountain. Now we're just like everything else here is just going to be. I had a really. I know we already talked about this match, but damn, I had a really hard time getting into that six man. I didn't care, and I was trying to force myself to care. I didn't care. I was like, that's it. Like this felt like another. This felt like a bonus extension that I didn't really need to. I already watched the whole movie. You know, I don't really need to see the bonus yeah. features. That's what that felt like, or the bonus. What do you call it? Boat exclusive footage? Whatever. No, nobody will ever be able to convince me that Bad Bunny and Damian Priest should not have main evented this. From just the feel of it to the way that that Cody and Brock ended to the way that Bunny and Priest ended, this should have been the main event. And also, like, I remember feeling differently about this because I remember when you asked me on Monday, I was like, oh, it's kind of weird not to have Cody Rhodes and and uh, Brock Lesnar main eventing. But after yesterday, I changed my mind. The second I saw the reaction and the way that the crowd was, I was like, okay, well, it definitely has to be Bad Bunny and Damian Priest now. And so I was thinking, well, if I change my mind, maybe WWE will change their mind and, you know, format this a lot differently, especially if the ending if the ending we got today was the planned endings, I know there may be some theories out there that it may not be. I don't know. Um, with that being said, uh, with that, you don't really end a show like that. Tad says, I'm donating because Denise called escargot pesto snails. Oh, that's what they're called, escar- escargot? They're not pesto snails? <laughs> they're really good, hair. though. I, I, regret, I regret not eating more of those. <laughs> Pavement Cut Your Hair says Kentucky Derby people selling horse poo for $200 a nugget. Denise, you take big fat shits. Have you ever thought about doing that? What the fuck, Sean? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Why do you do this? Why do you do this? Then you expect me not to react. Uh, What do you do? What do you do during watch alongs when you gotta go? I don't go. I, I chugged it and people can watch Did you this, diaper up? Oh yeah, just watched. And so I did three hours and the whole time I was jugging, a chugging, chug, chugging. I was chugging a Jamba Juice. And I went through, I finished the whole thing and I didn't go to the bathroom until afterwards. I'm an adult. Yeah. I can hold it. That's what uh, adults do. CH4G says. You didn't answer my question though. Are they really selling horse poop from the Kentucky dirt? dirt I, I hope not. I hope not. CH4G says, first time Super Chat just got home from the event. It was an amazing ovation, amazing night. I'm so glad you got to go to that. That is so cool. That's something you're going to remember forever. I regret not going. I was thinking about it, but kind of I was wanting to do, I'm not going to lie, I was wanting to do more of a vacation. Yeah. Heidi Ho says, I said it in Denise's watch along, but damn, WWE is doing a great job booking celebrities. They found the equation. I mean, the bar for celebrity matches, whether it be Shaq, D'Angelo Williams, uh, Stephen Amell, Bad Bunny, any number of these people, uh, Logan Paul, is it's through the roof. Hey, do you have a really do you have a Shaq impression? Can you do a Shaq impression? Because Shaq impressions are my favorite. Do one. 
I feel embarrassed doing them. I don't like to do impersonations of people. <laughs> it's because it's he talks like this. <laughs> no, it's because he talks like this. I got to deal with Charles Barkley. He's bald as hell. Why are you bald? I don't know. That's Shaq. I got some news on Shaq coming soon. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Um, some people were suggesting um, the possibility of Bad Bunny versus Logan Paul. That'd be great. That'd be incredible. I, I think they should do it for Hollywood. WrestleMania next year. That'd that be a legit Hollywood. No, I know. <clears throat> I'm Torch so. says, even though Bianca was kind of getting booed, she's still over. Like right now, she's trending on Twitter with 50k tweets. Hope they see the EO Sky skills. They will. They absolutely will. And, and I mean, Bianca is. Bianca's Bianca. She's a star. She's going to be a star for a long time. Bizarro Big L says, Sean saying, Jean-Claude. Sounds like Jean-Claude. <laughs> He's only seen socks and Crocs or thong sandals in the creek. I've never worn um, never worn Crocs. You're Don't missing out, bro. With my slides. Uh, and also not wearing thong sandals. So Wait, Sean, you, French people You've never use- worn Crocs? Or you have worn Crocs? Never worn Crocs. Never. Oh, never they're will. so comfortable. I'm a Croc wearer. I Braun know. Strowman tried to talk me into them. Not not doing it. Do it. Uh, I'm telling you. The second you, they're good to. They're shoes that are good to have around the house when you're just like around the house and you don't feel like putting on shoe shoes, but you want shoes. I think Crocs are the way to go. I'm sorry. I'm a Croc supporter. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm not gonna wear anymore. I'm I'm gonna stop getting Jordan ones because I went into that media room in uh, where where the hell was Mania L.A. and every goddamn media member was coming up to me like, look at my Jordans, look at my Jordans, and I was like, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. We we have passed the point of this being cool to me. I'm gonna start wearing Reebok pumps. I don't know. I'm a Converse <sighs> person. That's all I wear. I feel like there was a super chat that just got removed before I got to read it all. So um, I'm going to ask Luis to put it up there because I did not get to finish it. But it was about baguettes, uh, Luis. Oh, I love baguettes. I love baguettes. I there love we go. this, all he, of it. He says, French people use stale baguettes. Italian people use wooden spoons. Know your trauma. People who don't, people who say, I, I get it. I get it. Wait, what? I don't no, get it. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, Denise. All right. Well, I don't care. As You're going to hold up the bread, show. Send it to me. I don't care what, what where country is coming from. Cody Bondra says Lashley should have eaten Theory and Bronson Reed. That's not going to happen. But Cody Rhodes did beat Brock Lesnar. Beat him clean as a sheet. Well, kind of. The turnbuckle. Hilarious. <laughs> I mean, okay. I guess technically, technically, he beat him clean because he whipped his ass with a chair and the stairs before the match, then the bell rings. <laughs> but my favorite part of the match, Denise, is the turnbuckle coming off, Cody holding on to it, getting suplexed, and it getting launched into the crowd. I love that. Somebody ripped my mouth guard out once and threw it into the crowd. That's pretty, and and the ref asked if I wanted it back, and I said no. They don't have teeth out there anyway, and that got a got a good little reaction. But Cody sent a turnbuckle flying into the crowd. 
the most shocking part of all this, Denise, was not that, was not all the chair shots, was not even Cody winning to me. Wasn't that Brock bled. It was that Brock took two crossroads. <laughs> I did not think he was taking that crossroads, Denise, much less twice, and he did it. Then he ends up getting pinned off of a double wrist lock Kimura, which is something that, that happens in catch wrestling. If, if you don't pay attention, you get your shoulders pinned to the mat. Cody hit the bricks and gets out of there. I feel like if this match and the Bad Bunny match were swapped, I would have enjoyed this match like 10 times more, Denise. Like, I, I think I would have really, really liked this match a lot more. And I didn't dislike it. I just watched it thinking, this should have been earlier on in the night. How'd you feel about the match? Oh, I was really hoping that you felt more along the lines of I did, because now I'm going to have to be the heel here. I thought this was really boring. I'm sorry. That's, I'm not, I don't think you're a heel for that. I completely understand. Um, uh, this was not, this did not feel like a main event. To me, the best thing in this was literally Brock Lesnar gushing out blood. That was the highlight for me, but I just did not like the way I thought the match started off good with, you know, Cody going in and right away attacking Brock Lesnar, but then somewhere along the lines, they just lost me. They lost me. I didn't care about the suplexes. I wasn't really all that invested. And then finally things started to pick up a little bit. And then we get into, I didn't like the finish either. It felt very abrupt. I also didn't like that. Uh, if I remember correctly, early in his career, did Brock Lesnar not break the arm of uh, both Triple H and Shawn Michaels with the Kimura? And now we're seeing him, we're seeing Cody be in it, locked in it, for a good amount of time. And he's able to, you know, turn things around for himself. To me, it was kind of like, oh, well, remembering that and kind of seeing it play out here, I just didn't really find it believable and I, did, the they, finish, did they play up was this on the injured shoulder or was it on the opposite shoulder for cody yeah i think it oh i don't remember which is a lot of, i guess was. i don't know might have been the, know. it might have been the, the injured one i think that hold it's it's effectively a shoulder lock it's ripping your shoulder out you're, you're taking your arm you're turning it this way you're pushing your shoulder the opposite direction of uh, your collarbone the rest of your body so, I mean, that, that would have been really, really good. Uh, but I think they went the opposite arm. So Okay, okay. See, then that doesn't make – that makes it – oh, I, I guess. I, I would uh, – No, it's just – yeah. I wish that – I hope Cody brings that up too. I hope Cody says, thank God that wasn't on the on the shoulder that I had, you know, or the, the arm that I had torn apart. Right. But, so, to me, it just didn't feel like – it didn't feel like a strong finish. It, it really didn't. It just kind of felt like we – it wasn't decisive for Cody. It was when it felt abrupt. It felt like, oh, we can't even give Cody a decisive win. Fine, because at least I knew they're continuing this story with Brock Lesnar and Cody, which I do not mind. But I don't know. I wouldn't it care just, if they didn't. I felt, eh, I felt <laughs> I like we were just. Didn't. I, I get. I get what you mean. I don't know. It felt like it was just a very quick get in, get out type of situation. Courtney Johnson says, "Did Cody leave really quick for any reason? You think? Yeah, just to sell the angle." TK says, be an audible. Got to be an audible at the end, right? So much blood. No, I don't think so. Chi-Town Spurs says, Cody bravely ran away. I, I'm completely fine with that. It's Brock Lesnar. He said he was scared of Brock Lesnar. 
Dante says, hey, do you know if the main event finished early because of the blood? Seemed rushed at the end. The Bad Bunny match should have main evented. Bad Bunny should have main evented. I haven't heard if the main event has, has adjusted because of that, but I will find that out. If that happens, it'll be on FightfulSelect.com. It felt like it, and that's why it's shocking to me that if that was the finish, that they would choose this match to be the main event with a finish. That, if that was the planned finish, that's, that to me does not scream main event finish right there. Yeah, it screams fifth match finish. Right. So that's why I'm thinking, what if the blood did play into this? Because at one point, the referee's bringing in towels and, uh, you know, all of this. So it did feel like it was a lot. Powerbomb Media says, if Brock bleeding was planned, I'm surprised they wouldn't let Cody bleed. But I bet Brock bleeding wasn't planned. I think it probably was. You I think, think it probably really? was. I didn't think it was. I mean, they ripped off the turnbuckle. You don't, you don't do a turnbuckle spot there and not expect to get cracked open, okay. I don't think. I mean, I, I, there are a lot of people that really don't understand the turnbuckle thing right there. It is it is literally a big piece of metal suspension that hooks the rope and holds it tight enough. So it's got to be strong enough to hold that rope up against the metal ring post. That thing is brutal. Like you look at it and you're like, oh, that wouldn't hurt too bad. No, it hurts really, really bad. It is one of the most solid things on that ring. TK says the Brock Cody main event was the cause of the blood, right? That's the only reason I can think of. They didn't want blood on the mat for any other match. Um, they can change. I mean, they can change the canvas. They they change those canvases out quick and all the time. And they've, they'll have like double layered canvases even. Plus with all of their video packages, they could have <laughs> easily done that. <laughs> Heidi Ho says, suck it. Sean, I've been wearing Air Force Ones for 30 years and I ain't never going to stop. I got five pairs of air force ones i bought my wife a, a great pair of air force ones last Which week one's those old man shoes there's some just old man shoes that like once you get a certain age everybody oh, starts wearing um, them the uh i forget what they're called you know which ones uh, i'm talking about right i know exactly they got the blue yeah the blue and silver gimmicks yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> when oh, are you gonna get hell. to those air monarchs that's what they are they're air monarchs they're the lawn mowing shoes yeah for sure now here's the funny thing denise those have like significantly increased in price because people buy them sarcastically a lot now. You used oh. to be able to find those for like $45, $50. And now Air Monarchs, in some places, you'll find them for like $75, $80. Uh, but there are some places that just don't know any better and they're not getting upcharged like that. But I see. Ricardo says, my mom-in-law hit me with a shanklaw today. <laughs> Trauma. We just... We just hit you guys with a post-show podcast. I want to thank you all so much for joining us. Luis will look through and make sure that there aren't any more Super Chats. I just saw one more come in. But Denise, tell the people where they can find you. Oh, man. Uh, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I just did an interview with Trinity. And I was so happy that I was able to get that interview. And we got so much in in like a very like 20, 25 minutes because that's the time that I was allotted. So and I went over by five minutes. So I was oh, able man. to get, you know, uh, uh, you know, as much as I possibly could. But a lot of people really liked that interview. Check that one out. It's already over like 10,000 views, which is very nice. Um, and then also, uh, damn, I'm so close to 100K. It's so annoying. I'm literally like less than 400 followers away, but it's like get her it's there, like guys. A snail, Sean, like it's a, it's a oh, sloth. Once you hit 100k, it just it, all bets are off. It, I mean, I'm I sure you saw hope. that once once you got to 10k, it really starts rolling. Then when you hit 100k, it really really starts rolling too. Yeah, I don't know. I'm feeling I'm losing a little hope right now. It's it's been a while. 
RP says Omos versus Gunther for Night of Champions. Hey, you know what? I don't hate that idea. I don't, I don't hate, hate it either. Yeah. I want to Josh go to Lyons. City. Josh Lyons says the real heel of the main event was a security guard taking the turnbuckle pad away from the fan that caught it in the crowd. He I agree. Fans should have got to keep that. Fans should have absolutely got to keep that. Heidi Ho says, God damn it, Denise, Air Force Ones are timeless. I don't think she said anything bad. I don't think Denise knows what, what an Air I Force One is. I don't even know what Air Force Ones are. They're they're pretty basic. Like, if you think, hey, I just want a Nike shoe, that's probably what you think of. Like, that's probably no what idea. You I just know. Denise, you need to get some shoe. all black Air Forces and fight somebody. No, that's I got all mean. black Converse. I'm a Converse girl. I've got four, five pair of Converse, too. I bought my wife like, 15 pair converse they're so comfortable i love them guys thank you all so much denise and i are back here on monday we're talking the wwe world heavyweight title tournament until next time we're out When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.